hope you guys are having an amazing week so far. And this week, I want to talk to you about having confidence in your own abilities. So in the past few months, I have had crazy, and when I say crazy, crazy for me, humbling for anyone, doors open to me, things that I never would have thought would have happened at this point in my life and things that if I'm being honest, I didn't think I was ready for. And I say ready with air quotes that you guys can't see because you're listening to me and not watching me via video. But yeah, there are some air quotes around that ready. Um, the work that I've been doing for these past years Um, as an entrepreneur and prior to becoming an entrepreneur, knowing the things I wanted from my life and kind of dipping my big toe in, (laughs) all of that stuff, I've been able to leverage it in ways that based on what the experts, and insert those air quotes again, because who's an expert, based on what the experts told me, I shouldn't have been able to do by now. And That just had me thinking about all the times that we as people self-reject ourselves pretty much. And because of whatever justifiable reason and keeping in mind the fact that you can pretty much justify anything. So for whatever justifiable reason, we decide that we're not ready for something, we're not able to do something, or we should wait it out, you know? And like looking at the opportunities that have come my way and the opportunities I've gone looking for that I've successfully found, I, I'm just blown. <laughs> and I just need to let you guys know that it's very, very important that you do not let people who are not you tell you what you can or cannot do concerning your life it's not their place and honestly you know I love to talk about a pay grade it's above their pay grade to tell you what you're capable of doing or not obviously as well within reason I don't know who listens to this you cannot just find a scalpel and decide you want to be a surgeon (laughs) I'm not talking about things like that but I'm talking about other types of things right and when I decided to take my speaking and when I say speaking I mean like hosting book talks doing panels training running workshops anything that requires me to be in front of a group so it's not just keynotes which is also on the list but when I decided to take my speaking and consultancy practice to the next level which was I'd say late last year yeah I'd say in the third or fourth quarter of last year when I really decided that you know what with all the stuff I'm doing I think this is the direction that would be best for me. And one of the things that I did when I made that decision was that I decided to seek out people who have done it before me. People who have success in the fields that I want to endeavor into. And this could be people I actually knew or people I saw online or celebrities, but I decided to seek these people out. And the purpose why I seek them out is to 
learn and understand. So obviously the celebrities, I don't actually know them. So I would watch their interviews. I would see how they spoke. I would, I would learn their craft through their biology, um, not biologies, biographies and things of that nature. And the people who I knew, I would reach out to them. And even some people who I, who didn't directly align with what I was doing, but I knew had resources, I would connect with them. And through that, I learned a lot and I got to meet a lot of people. And before I really get into it, I just need to say, do your research, do your research. Where do you want to be? You need to educate yourself on what is needed for the destination you are intending to go towards. It's not just a, I want to be this someday. What do you need to do today to make sure that someday actually exists? And it's not just lip service and it's not just a pipe dream. What can you learn from the people around you? And, and learning can be education. Yes, well, learning is education, but learning can be formal education. You can go to school, take a course, um, do a, a seminar or whatever it is. And there's also the University of YouTube. You know, there's my good, good friend, Google, and all of these other ways. There's podcasts and all of these resources that do not cost you anything, right? When you have the money, do the money stuff. And if you don't have the money, do the time stuff, do the research stuff, do the diligence stuff, do the sitting around and quietly learning stuff. There is so much available to you if you decide that you want to do it. So back to the story, (laughs) Um, I met with some of these experts, people who had the success that I wanted in the fields that I wanted or in the methods that I wanted. So I met with like PhD holders, educators, public speakers, consultants, coaches and all of these different types of people right and the general consensus if I'm being honest that I got from most of them was that I wasn't ready (laughs) like I wasn't ready for the level that I wanted to start at so for them what they saw in me was that I needed to pay my dues I needed to read more books I needed to not only read more books, but I also needed to get a master's and a PhD, like literally both. (laughs) Um, I had someone tell me that if you want to get into what you're doing and be taken seriously, you need to strongly consider doing your master's and a PhD. And I'm like, bruh, that's wild. And people told me that I needed to be okay with doing free work or work that was insultingly cheap. So it might as well have been free. Like they literally are just going to give me money to hop in an Uber to go home. And I needed to do this work for a while. Someone even told me that I'd have to do this work for about two years, like this pro bono all the time work until I built up my reputation. And at that point I can begin charging a lower end. And within 10 years, I could start charging what the big boys are charging. And initially hearing all of this, especially that pay your dues one, um, it kind of triggered me (laughs) if I'm being honest, because when I was working in finance, part of the discussions that I had with one of my teams was how my growth would look within the company. And 
what I was told was that I needed to pay my dues. And for me, when people say pay your dues, it just sounds like unpaid internship work. It's like you need to do a bunch of stuff for us that's going to make you uneasy, uncomfortable, that's going to undersell you for a season that we decide until we decide that you are worth more. And like for me and the way I'm built and my <laughs> and my ambitions, it just has never sat well with me. So initially when I heard all of this from the experts, insert those air quotes, whenever I say experts, you guys should be able to tell if I'm being facetious or if I'm being like, if I'm saying in a respectful manner, but yes, these experts, um, I was really discouraged. I felt a lot of discouraging emotions because I just wondered how long am I going to do this for? And if these people are telling me that this is what I need to do, this is what I need to be okay with, I I felt like I didn't have a choice. And with all of that being said, I didn't believe it. I didn't believe that I, did, I needed to do all of that work. And partially that was because I felt like I was further ahead in my capabilities and abilities to do this work, not only just do it, but do it well. I felt like I was so much more ahead than what my perceived resume displayed, right? Because of course, if they're talking to you, they're going to ask, how long have you been doing this? Have you spoken at certain companies? Have you done this? Have you done that? But they weren't seeing any of the internal things. They were looking for concrete experience in the way that they could justify and based on their experiences right and before I go any further I'm I have nothing against experts <laughs> at all even though I'm saying experts with air quotes but what I've learned is that everybody has their unique path to their destination and when people take a certain path a part of human nature is to believe that that's the only path possible right like if it took you 10 years to get somewhere and someone says they want to do it in one, even if you wish them the best, a part of you will be like, oh, ain't possible. <laughs> Sorry, you can't do that in a year. So what did I do with these feelings, these feelings of discouragement? I said, thank you for your advice, respectfully, but with all due respect, no thank you. No thank you. Um... And of course, I didn't say this to them specifically in live and living color. I These are the conversations that I had in my head, right? But through my actions and the work that I anticipated, prepared for, and ultimately accepted or declined, I told every single person who told me that I wasn't ready, no thank you. And let me put, bring that back. I said the work I anticipated which means I already had a mindset of where I wanted to be, what I wanted the look, work to look like, and what I wanted it not to look like. Because when you anticipate something, you're it's like when you're anticipating Santa as a kid, right? If you, like, let's say you snuck out of bed in this house that had a chimney and you were hiding and you were anticipating Santa, you would be looking at the chimney, you'd be looking at the fireplace, you wouldn't be looking at the fridge, 
because that's not where it's coming from. So this is exactly what I did. I knew the type of work I wanted. I knew what type of impact I wanted to make. And I faced that direction and not only faced that direction, but I prepared for it to come. If you want to work with these types of companies, what do you need to have under your belt? What will make you stand out from every single person who's probably also vying for the same thing as you? What do you need to do to bring yourself up to a level where you actually feel like you deserve what you're asking for? Because it's easy to ask for a lot of things, but you ask for it and your voice shakes. You ask for it and they give it to you and you look down or you drop the ball. That's not what I wanted. And that's not what you should want. So if you are trying to fight against the status quo or against the perceived path and timeline that somebody is telling you or somebody's, a bunch of them, are telling you these are the things you need to do. And... I ultimately accepted and declined based on my anticipation and my preparation, right? So these, um, a few of the experts, what they told me is like, get anything, get anything, call up this place and ask if you can come speak for free there, go to this place and tell them that this is what you do and you'll dedicate your hours. I am absolutely not against philanthropy volunteering i am part of a junior found uh, a junior board on a foundation where all of my time is given for free i do many things that i receive zero financial compensation for but what i do for charity and what i do for livelihood are not the same thing and they don't need to be blurred in my personal opinion right so i declined things there are opportunities that people sent me and they'd be like, oh, look at this. This looks good for you. And I'd be like, no, it doesn't. Thank you, though. Like, I appreciate the care and the consideration and remembering me. But just because someone brought something to your table doesn't mean you have to eat it, you know? Especially if you know you're allergic to it or it's not what you're really into. You could, you could take some time and wait for what you truly want. So, like, the experts have valid personal experiences, right? And I would never invalidate their views, but to adopt it fully would have closed off my biggest personal factor. And my biggest personal factor was God. Like, it, it's the fact that I'm a believer. It's the fact that you move in the grace of God. And that confidence should dictate the moves you make, not the people who tell you to go on a certain track. That was my biggest factor. And if I'm being honest with you guys, that faith and that confidence in the grace of God is what has gotten me to where I am. Like if I were to just look at myself and my abilities and my resume and the fact that this work I've officially to some capacity been just doing it for two years or really taking it seriously, that's enough to psych somebody out, right? And also considering that one of those two years was a global pandemic, so it really kind of slowed down the rate at which I could do things, right? So I tapped into the God factor. I was not going to sit around and allow somebody to tell me based on their capabilities or their direction what my God has for me. And this takes a while to get to, right? It's not something that that's that easy. And that's why I'm bringing it to you guys here. And I'm going to share a little bit of a testimony of something that recently happened that really just confirmed why it's important to be on your own path. If I had, if I didn't 
do it or if I had done it their way, if I had done it the way these people said, if I had paid my dues, if I had went back to school and spent another 10 years getting that master and PhD to finally validate myself to the scholars or, or whomever, if I had just taken free work and decided that any money is good money and no money is okay because I'm just here building up my resume, I would be behind like 10 years from where I am right now, if we're being honest, because if we just look at the master's and PhD alone, like a two-year master, seven-year PhD, and then I'm finally christened to do the work, I'm behind a decade. I'd be 39 before I'd be doing what I'm doing right now. So whose story are you listening to? That's my question for you. Whose story are you listening to? And how much of it are you absorbing? You can listen. I listen to so many people. I read a lot of books. I watch a lot of podcasts. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I watch a lot of interviews and TED Talks and all of that good stuff. I am a sponge of information. But I do not absorb everything fully. The same way I absorb, I am very able to wring out and drain out every single thing that just doesn't look or feel the way it should. And this is what you need to be able to do. When somebody tells you something from their lived experience, are you able to leverage your own lived experience? And especially for black people, racialized people, Leveraging your lived experience is a key, 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 key factor. Like there have been opportunities in diversity, specifically anti-black racism, and they'll say you need 10 years of experience. But I've been black my whole life, so therefore I have all the experience. There's nothing you could read in a book as a non-black person. There's no no amount of studying you could do that can trump my experience in the flesh as a black woman living in these in this society. But you would see that as one of the potential expectations for the job, and you would self-reject. And you don't need to do that. Don't self-reject yourself. Apply for that thing with the confidence in your ability to learn. And I think above all else, what has really boosted my confidence and what allows me to walk into doors that most people would think I have no business walking into, sliding into DMs and sending emails that people would be like, who do you think you are, is my ability to learn. I do not know everything, but I know that if you let me know what I need to learn, I will learn it because I've been doing that my whole life and we all have been doing that our whole lives. From kindergarten to high school to post-secondary to your first job, you have been learning. You have been going to these or you have been going to school and learning something new year over year. You have been going to these jobs, doing that orientation, learning that thing year over year. So what makes a difference with what you want to do now? I know I have the skill, the discipline, and the ability to learn. So I'm applying for that thing with my full, full, full chest. And I advise you guys to do the same. Do not psych yourself out. There are enough people on this earth 
who don't believe in you that you don't need to be added to that equation. You need to believe in yourself. I will see opportunities and they will scare me. I'll look at the pain. I'll be like, I deserve that pain. <laughs> but I'll look at everything I need to do. I'll be like, oh, I've never done that before. But I'll be like, how many things have I never done before that I'm doing now? Two years ago, what I'm doing right now, have I ever done it before? This podcast, when I pulled out the mic and started speaking, have had I ever done it before? Absolutely not, right? So just a little testimony of something that recently happened just to put it into perspective for you guys as to why you need to believe in yourself and be your own expert. So I recently got a contract, um, a consultant, a consulting contract. Like if someone told me I would have been a consultant like three years ago, I'd be like, what is that even? Like, I don't even understand. Right. And part of this opportunity was that they told us what they needed from us, what they required. It was like a recruitment. And when, they said to send your resume and your statement of interest. Another thing they said to send was your rate, including which included your hourly rate. I was shook to my core. I was like, Oh, <laughs> what's my hourly rate? What's, what's appropriate. And I did what I do, right? I researched, I reached out to people. I said, any consultants, like I sent out a IG story, any consultants hit me up. I have a question about how you justify your pay. I went on Google. I saw what people were saying and I took in all that information, of course. And then I stepped back and I, and I asked myself, what do you feel comfortable with? What are you going to be bringing to the table? And what do you think it's worth? So I wrote down a number. I sent it off with my application and lo and behold, they said yes. And <laughs> I got the position and to make it even better or potentially even worse, I don't know how I'm feeling about it yet. They didn't even complain or dispute my rate. So I was like, oh, could it have been higher? Yeah, it definitely could have been higher because they didn't even argue it. Even though the number that I put down, like when I put it, I was going back and forth on my invoice. Like, should I put this? Should I not? Should I not? Should I not? And that amount at the amount of time that they need us for, in less than four months, that amount that I decided I was worth and I displayed through my resume and through my statement of interest will literally be more than the salary of the job I just left. And not only that, in four months, will it be more than that salary? It's also 25% of the time spent working. Like, literally. And... When I got it, when I got the acceptance, I didn't even realize the magnitude until I really took a step back. And I thought, if all of these experts who told me to wait it out, if I had listened to these people, I would have saw this opportunity that a lovely, lovely friend of mine brought to me. And that's also the thing, right? Having friends around you who believe in your greatness for you, who will bolster your confidence in yourself when you are lacking it and who will reflect a mirror of greatness back to you. When my friend brought this to me and said, hey, there's this opportunity, are you interested? I would have looked at it and said, whoa, based on what they need, I'm not there yet. Thanks though, thanks for looking out, but like maybe next year in two or three years when I get a little bit more practice, I'll be able to get it. But I didn't do that because I wasn't going by their timeline. I was going by my ability to learn the grace of God my faith in myself and my ability 
and I tapped into it and this opportunity is here. And with this opportunity is going to come so many more opportunities because it's one of those catalyst or domino opportunities that just knocks open so many doors that I, I couldn't have even imagined two months ago. And none of this would have happened if I had listened to the experts and I had lacked that confidence in myself to say, well, they're saying what they're saying from their place, but this is my place and I'm going to do what I want to do. And I really hope that this serves as an inspiration to you guys. Like I'll, I never come on here to show off or brag because I am still a work in progress. Like <laughs> I'm still a work in progress. As you guys know, I struggle every day, but I want you guys to, to be on this journey with me because as you're on this journey with me, you're hearing me, you're getting to know me in this capacity. You're going to see that everything I'm doing is not too far out of reach for you to do as well. And if that's the case, then why aren't you doing it? You need to follow your gut and commit to the process. That's just what it is. Follow your gut and commit to the process. Even when people don't see it, and by it, I mean what you're doing, where it's going, why it's worth your time, why you haven't quit, why why you're so fixated, or they don't agree with it. They think you should have quit. They think you're too fixated. They're advising you to go into something else that they think is better for you. As long as the vision is being confirmed to you, when you feel it in your gut that this is the right way, right? I don't know why, but I'm still going because it feels right. It's being confirmed to me. I'm getting each step I take, I'm getting a little bit more clarity of the future that's ahead of me, right? Like last week when I said that clarity comes after obedience, as I continue to obey, I'm getting more clarity and it's being confirmed to you. As long as that's the case, my friend, power on, like power on continue to do it continue to blow their minds continue to give testimonies because trust me there are opportunities out there and the more that you limit your mind to what is available for you the less you're gonna see and the more you open your mind to to the endless possibilities the more you look around and you start to see things and you're like was that always there all along it was you just weren't looking for it but now you are and it's available so Take those expert advice or those pieces of expert advice with a grain of salt and trust yourself to be your own expert. So thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you all. Have an amazing week and I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.